Welcome back Welcome to another back. episode of Here's What We Know. Here's What We Know with Ellen and Elliot. I can hardly contain my excitement for this episode. It's going to be a great one. I feel that you're being sarcastic. I am, you know, you say that all the time about anything I say. Whenever I'm like, oh, this will be, whenever I'm positive, everybody thinks there's something wrong. Uh, I am genuinely excited okay. about this one. And you, I think, know why. I am. I, 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 I know. I am. Yeah. I am. I am knowledge. I know. We are recording this midday. Um, <laughs> so we decided last minute that we would still drink even though it's, not our usual evening recording time, and we've con 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 conducted con concocted concocted a, a, a little beverage that uh, I wouldn't necessarily recommend. I think it's pretty good, actually. I'm going to throw in for another sip of this thing. whiskey and orange juice. Well, you gave us just a splash of the whiskey, so. Well, it is only two p.m. So. Well, and you've got work to do. I. <laughs> I'm done for the day. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> I'm punching in my card right now. <laughs> But yeah, we're super excited. We have a great guest this episode. Oh, phenomenal guest. But before that, it's Elliot's turn to teach me about something this week. And boy, do I have a lesson. I'm a little bit nervous. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm going to talk about this week is, um, well, it's a topic very near and dear to my heart. Um, if, any of, if any of our listeners know Elliot, it's hard to get through a conversation without... <laughs> Some reference or <laughs> direct quote from this topic. <laughs> so, the subject of the day is SpongeBob, but more specifically, uh, Mrs. Puff, <laughs> who I uh, consider to be the single greatest cartoon character ever uh, created for television. Wow. Uh, I, bold statement, I know. I know. I'm sure you have facts to back it up. I have plenty of facts to back it up. <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Puff. Do we, it, do we have to say, do we have to say who Mrs. Puff is? I will give you a little preface. Do sure, people sure. not know? I hope that if you know anything yeah. about Spongebob, you know about Mrs. Puff. Well, anyone from our generation probably knows about her. Yeah. Yeah. She runs, she, uh, runs the boating school. I thought you were going to say, she, she really, she runs the world. So. She runs the world. Who runs the world? Mrs. Mrs. Puff. Puff. Illuminati. Who runs the world? Puff. Puff. <laughs> Let's make that video. Let's I would totally be down to make mm -hmm. that video. Um, so, yeah, Mrs. Puff, she uh, owns and operates the boating school, which uh, varies in size and uh, uh, institutional weight based on the episode. Um, <laughs> sometimes it looks like a full-blown high school. Sometimes it's just a one-room schoolhouse. That's uh, funny, I never noticed yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. When Patrick comes to boating school with, with Spongebob, there's like a full, there's like a full school. Auditorium? There's like, they go to the, there's a drinking fountain, there's lockers. Oh, wow. They sit in the back of the club. It's really, it's a, it's a great episode. But then you've got other episodes, um, you know, like um, the one where she finally caves and lets him grad, uh, Oh, well, extra credit. Extra credit is the one where it's just a one-room boating, uh, boating house. Schoolhouse. <laughs> it's a one-room boating house. Um, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, that's just locale. But the, uh, the long and short of it is she runs a boating school that may or may not be for children or adults. That's what's really interesting is that sometimes it feels like it's a DMV-type situation. Sure. Sometimes it feels like it's for children. Like there's recess, mm -hmm. the episode with flats. My God, 
You remember Flats? No. The one where the halibut shows up, the new student, he's like, Hi, I like to kick people's butts. <laughs> and he, he's a bully? Yeah, it's the one with the bully. Do you remember, remember that one? That. Oh, man. Well, the thing that's weird about SpongeBob is that he's an adult. Or so we think. He's like a man-child. They all are, yeah. right? Are well, there children? Well, well, yes, there are very small children. They're, yeah, they're, in, yeah. they're like babies. But, yeah. they, but like, you know, Mrs. Mrs. Puff is definitely a full-grown adult sure. with a lot of baggage. <laughs> uh, same with Mr. Krabs. And oh. those two have an interesting relationship as well. But more on that <laughs> later. Um, what I'd like to start here with is that Mrs. Puff has in what I consider to be Old Testament Spongebob, the only stuff worth watching, mm -hmm. which is seasons one through three and then the movie, and that's all you need. Mm. She has the best line in that entire show. It's the funniest line in the whole show. Okay, can you give me some lead up to it? Right. So, Mrs. Puff uh, caves. She's had too many boating accidents with Spongebob, so she agrees to give him a license. She's just going to give him a, a oh, license. No. She's going to, she's just going to, uh, break all of her ethical codes and give him the license. And she does. And then she starts to spiral because SpongeBob's parents got him a boat. Oh no. Um, she goes home that night and on her way home, she says the line, Oh, well, now it's time for me to have the rest of that pasta. And that is the best line in all of SpongeBob. What? That's the, what are you talking about? What? That's the best line. All this poor woman has to look forward to in her fucking life <laughs> is this leftover pasta in her fridge. That's the most upsetting thing. Why is that? fun for you to hear it's that's so, so sad. funny it's world building on an incredible like that's screenwriting 101 <laughs> that tells me everything i need to know about mrs puff yeah you don't even have to see her at home you no know? you yeah. know it's she's gonna put the you know oh. fusilli in the microwave and call it a night um it's definitely plain yeah <laughs> maybe a little salt <laughs> salt <laughs> I salt my now, noodles. Does Mrs. Puff? She expands, right? Yeah, she yes, she is a pufferfish. Okay. Yes, uh, and it's kind of a. It's uh, funny also in that it's it's almost like she's the airbag. She's her own yes. personal airbag. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, that there'd it's be been a while. A it's been a while since I've seen SpongeBob, so this is good that we're doing this. I feel. Yeah, I, f I feel like I forget a lot of those little details. It's a, it's a quality program, and if you have Prime, you can watch Old oh, Testament. Oh, no way, really? Yeah, all of it. Now, would you say this is, like, your favorite show of all time? Um, I don't really look at SpongeBob in terms of, like, a show. It's more <laughs> of a, it's like a vocation. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hobby, really? Um... <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, it's, uh, it's something I have committed my uh, life to. Uh, studying. What no. would you say are the most? What would you say is the qu the quote that you say the most? Because I'm trying to remember some of them, but um, I you like, do Patrick's voice a lot. I love doing Patrick's voice. I mean, Elliot is amazing at, at voices, so. Well, that's awfully decent of you to say. I mean, Maybe you I can go through some of them. I, I do like saying like like sometimes I'll wake up in the morning here and I'll be like, Finland. Because that's just satisfying. You just wake up in the morning. Ah! 
Find one! It's, it's, it's the best way to start the day. Um, yeah. That's a good one. I like, uh, I mean, all the time, all the time I'm going, little, little, <laughs> Or when he goes, when he's uh, wormy, that's a great episode where Patrick goes, uh, they go to take care of uh, Sandy's pets while she goes to visit Texas. And uh, he that's a whole with, different conversation, that's by a the whole way. Different Sandy's conversation, yes. plot line. Sandy's a whole. I mean, there's a there's a lot going on there. Um, but what's funny about that episode to me is that Patrick goes over to the bird that's whistling in the chirping in the tree, and he starts <laughs> whistling at it. And SpongeBob goes, "I didn't know you could talk, bird." He's like, "Oh no, SpongeBob, this is Italian." <laughs> it's a great episode. Uh, but it's Mrs. one of those moments where you had to be there. <laughs> well, it's all good. But I only laugh at the really, really dumb idiot shit. Sure. It's very niche. Like, are you now or have you ever been a sponge? <laughs> yeah. What about... Uh, what? <laughs> oh, what the entrepreneurial episode. Yes, that's a quality. Chocolate! selling you just can't wait for me to die can you <laughs> they're selling chocolate ma what chocolate they're selling chocolate ma what are they selling chocolate chocolate i remember when they first invented chocolate sweet sweet chocolate i always hated it oh no but this chocolate is not for eating yeah you rub it on your skin and it makes you live forever no no, no, no. Live forever, huh? I'll take 20. Start rubbing me with that chocolate, you lazy Susie. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my gosh. Did you do any research for this topic? Because I wonder how many people made, how many people made voices or did voices for Spongebob. Um, actually, it's a very tight-knit group yeah, of people. Yeah, that's what I figure. Because you hear kind of a lot of male or, yeah, voices that sound like male voices playing women and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it's like the, you've got uh, Tom Kenny. Um, uh, I'm going to look it up. I can't pronounce the guy who plays Patrick's last name. It's like Phaedra Pack or something. Oh, um, yep, Phaedra Pack. Uh, you've got Clancy Brown plays Mr. Krabs. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Roger Bumpus. Yeah, plays Squidward. Dude, these people have names where they need to be animated characters. <laughs> yeah. Clancy Brown is probably the most uh, successful, like, real actor out. I mean, aside from uh, Brian Doyle Murray, who is actually Bill Murray's older brother. Oh, no way. Uh, who plays the voice of the Flying Dutchman. Huh. I'm the Flying Dutchman. This one guy is just listed as fish number seven. Yeah, there is a guy who plays fish. Who's uh, fish number seven? I don't know who fish number seven is, but there is a specific guy for a certain fish. Um, the guy from Biff from uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, Mary Jo Catlett is Mrs. Buff. I ran into her in an airport once. No. Yes, I did. Did you tell her? I did. <gasps> what did you say? I said, I just was like, it's an honor to meet you. <laughs> Mary Do you think Catlin. she's used to getting recognized? Probably. No, not. she's not. But I see the reason I was able to spot her is because she had a bit part in that sh- in that movie, The Benchwarmers. Okay. And I saw that came out when we were like in third grade, and oh, so wow. I saw it. I'm like, oh, that's Mrs. Puff. She only has a bit part in it. And then I saw her at an airport a few years later, and I was like, 
Okay, also, is this kind of like one of those things where people are like, people look like their dogs? Yeah. Because she looks, she looks a like lot Mrs. like she Mrs. Looks like she looks like, yeah, I think they, they, they crafted the part. Around her? Part for her, yeah. Interesting. Huh. All right, what else can you tell me about Mrs. Puff? Um, we know that she has a very dark and troubled past. How do we know? Because she starts talking about, in that episode where she caves and gives Spongebob the license, she kind of has this spiral uh, into some deep-rooted paranoia where she talks about having to start over again, leave the school, move into a new town with a different name, and start a new boating school. Because <laughs> that's her idea of starting oh, fresh. No. And it's like, oh shit, there's so much underneath the surface with her. I mean, she's so pointed too there's a great episode where, she, where i mean it's the one where patrick shows up uh and uh she's like go ahead and tell the class your name honey and he goes oh, oh, oh 24 and she goes oh great another genius i mean it's one of, it's like it's just stuff like that it's just it's top for the notch. parents it, it's for the yeah. and nobody does that anymore Really? I don't think there's stuff that's for the parents anymore. How, did you see The Incredibles too? I did see The Incredibles. That was pretty uh, scary. <laughs> My heart scary. was a beating. <laughs> the stakes were high. I just didn't care. It took them so long to do that. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But the first one was so good. I don't know. I feel like a lot of Pixar movies, they do now look out for the, the people who are being forced to watch it. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I've seen... I mean, there are a few of those that I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. uh, I like Up. Mm. Up's oh, good. God. Yeah. Up's a wild ride. It is. It truly is. Okay. Uh, what was my... I had a question for you. I can't recall. Mrs. Puff has a long-standing relationship with Mr. Krabs. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they've been on again, off again. Uh, boyfriend, girlfriend Oh, situation. really? Yeah, he stole her hair curlers, though. <laughs> and that's a really kind of sick point in the show that they never really get too far into. But Why is that sick? Well, because he stole them. He stole is her he, hair curlers. Is it like a... a, a it, because he's infatuated with her? That's the assumption, but it feels oh. very dirty. Is he always af pining after her? I don't remember. Um, well, the only episode where you really see them, um, like, in a relationship is when he first meets her and they, uh, he starts taking her out on all these dates and he's paying for everything and he, he's trapped between his love of money and his love mm. for Mrs. Puff because he just can't stop spending <laughs> on her. Uh, stuff she doesn't need. Yeah. And so at the end of the episode, she tells him, let's go Dutch. You're a very sweet man, Mr. Krabs. Oh, and that's that's kind of how it goes. But like, um, yeah, sh uh, they have a they have an on again, off again thing. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty great. Oh god! Before there was, <laughs> you have Romeo and Juliet in one corner. You have Mr. Krabs <laughs> and Mrs. Puff in another. Which one are you gonna choose? I've made my decision. <laughs> Let's talk about Mr. Krabs' daughter being a whale. Yes. Pearl? What happened there? We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. I assume she was adopted. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> I don't know. A crab and a whale make a whale. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the whale wasn't uh, very... 
Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the whale wasn't very... Committed. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. To Mr. Krabs. Mr. Krabs is a cock. <laughs> <laughs> that word throws me for a loop it, every time someone says it's that. It's a very odd word, yeah. and it's kind of Cuckolding. become a Swiss army knife of uses. Uh-huh. I love the word in a... As long as you're using it in like a like a facetious way, like you're mm. being very like self-aware in your use of it. Sure. Like when you're you you saying it is the gag. It's not the word. You're not itself. actually calling someone a cup. Yeah. No, it's the word itself being used as an <laughs> insult by the alt right. To me, is very funny. So I've kind of tried to commandeer that word sure. and just use it to be like. Cucks, you know, it's just, it's, it's stupid. Yeah. It's a stupid word. It's very big on Twitter. Really? Yeah, I, there's a, there, whenever I tweet something with the word cuck in it, there's an, a Twitter account called Cuckwatch, which will re-tweet uh, any oh my tweet gosh. that has the word cuck in it. Sounds like it's just big on your Twitter, Elliot. No, there's a lot of cucks. <laughs> There's a lot of cucks on Twitter. Ew, this is so gross. <laughs> oh, God. Is SpongeBob still relevant on Twitter? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, SpongeBob is kind of... a meme. Well, he's kind of... I mean, SpongeBob is one of the staples of memes now. Yeah. I mean, you, like, he, he consistently has, has... Oh, my God. That reminds me. Can I show you something? Please. My favorite meme from SpongeBob is that... That image of Mr. Krabs, and it's like blurry, and he's like, oh. oh, yeah, with the boots. Yeah. And one time I took a picture of myself, tried to take a selfie I while think I was I drunk. Saw you did. I think I saw that. And it looks exactly like it. Yeah, see, I think I, I know exactly what you're talking about, and that was one of the moments when I knew that uh, I loved you with every fiber of my being. <laughs> yes. Who went to Emerson? The caption was when you walk into the TAM as post grad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! What so is good. the um? What is the episode where that happens? Do you remember? It's the one with the boots. Mr. Krabs gives uh, SpongeBob a pair of boots that he had originally given to Pearl for her birthday, but she wanted these kind of like Dutch clogs uh, <laughs> that were very trendy, apparently. So she's very upset with him. So he decides to give the boots to SpongeBob, who will pay him for the boots. So he's making money off of this deal. Oh my gosh. But the problem is that the boots squeak. And it turns into a (laughs) uh, Edgar Allan Poe illusion uh, via the, you know, telltale heart where he's hearing the squeaking of the boots (laughs) and he can't stop with the squeaking of the boots. So Uh. So he steals the boots and puts them under the floorboards. Uh, of the Krusty Krab, he's like, I did it! It was me! <laughs> They're here! Under the floorboards! And then he fries him and eats him. How did you get so good at these voices? I've watched the show all my life. Right, but were you practicing them when you were that young? Or did I, you just I really mean, recently? Everybody, everybody is, is, at least in my elementary school, uh, the people that I, the circles I traveled in, really enjoyed having uh, recitals of SpongeBob episodes. So I did full episodes. What do you? What 
can we all take from Mrs. Puff, if anything, at the end of the day? Because to me, she was just annoying. You found Mrs. Puff annoying? Yes, because you're siding with SpongeBob, and it's like you, when you're a kid... See, I never the sided teacher, with SpongeBob. Really? The only time I sided with SpongeBob versus Mrs. Puff was in the episode with Flats. Because she, she totally fucks him over. She goes over to him at recess, and she's like, Psst, SpongeBob. I talked to Flats for you. I used your name. You what? He doesn't want to kick your butt. You see, Flats comes from another town where kicking somebody's butt means he wants to hang out with you on the weekends and play sports. I got diarrhea. Best, best, best interaction between the two of them, bar none. Mrs. Puff, I always sided with Mrs. Puff, even as a little kid. That says a lot about you now. It does. It does. And I, I tell you, I, you know, you've heard this bit before. I have in my vault of a mind here a Mrs. Puff musical that I hope to one day bring to fruition. <laughs> I don't know about this. You don't know about my Puff the musical? No. Okay. Well. Please. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the spiel. The pitch. So they Maybe made I'll that SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get some funds rolling in for this thing, huh? Uh, Go fund me. Go and Mrs. fund Puff Mrs. Puff. Uh, so this is my uh, idea: is okay. the audience fills in, to, I don't know, the court theater or something. They in all, the round or traditional? No, nah, it would just be traditional okay. staging. Um, proscenium. Got it. The audience fills in. The lights dim. We slowly begin to hear the crackling of fire and uh, car sirens. <laughs> what? And chaos being loosed upon the world. It slowly builds to a cacophony. All the while, behind a scrim on stage, the silhouette of a very large sphere stands. We hear it breathing deeply. <laughs> heavy, heavy breathing. <gasps> And all of this sound builds to that cacophony and then silence. And then you hear the words, Oh, SpongeBob, <laughs> why? And in with the overture. And then we, we get into the show. So the first act is like a traditional episode of SpongeBob centered around Mrs. Puff. And then the second half of the show is the consequences of that, for, of that episode. She's sent to prison. Oh. Which isn't the first time she's been sent oh to prison. Oh my god. She's in prison and the warden of this fish prison uh, has zero oversight. So this warden can force these prisoners into a battle royale where these fish go up against each other in these gladiator type matches and Mrs. Puff, you know, fights her way to the top. And that would be my show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that was the last episode of Here's What We Know. Because we're taking Mrs. Puff on the road. <laughs> Ellen, is, Ellen is Mrs. Puff. You can do. <laughs> yeah, just practice your ASMR. <laughs> just oh suck on a microphone. All right. All right. Final thoughts. If you can... Find every episode of Mrs. Puff and SpongeBob and watch them. 
Compile them together, send them to Elliot. <laughs> I have them, please. I've ripped every episode with Mrs. Puff. They're in a shrine on my computer. Oh. Uh, uh, no, but do listen. Do do find yourself some, some time to, to revisit Mrs. Puff. She misses you, and I'm sure you'll miss her too. Wow. Insightful. <laughs> wow, okay. Whew. When we come back... We'll have our guest for this episode. Can't wait. Can't wait. Another very funny person. Great. Also a big SpongeBob fan, fan, I believe. Really? Yeah. We'll see if we get into that. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, be right back. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, that's great. so excited about this guest. Oh my god. It's way too much pressure. (laughs) (laughs) We have my friend Akash here. Can you say your last name? I never have had to say it. Well, so uh, there's the American way and the not so American way. The (laughs) American way is Jagdale, very phonetic. Right. And like the more traditional, like Indian way is, uh, the hybrid is Jagdale and then like the real Indian version is like Jagdale. It's like a a weird R syllable. Like the L isn't really an L. Um, I always talk about this, and like all my close friends know that I say that all the time. So they're like, "Yeah, yeah, it's really an R, not an L." Really <laughs> right. But what do you say if you were to like go up to like a bank teller? Yeah, to just give uh, them. I just, I the just say Jagdale, just because it's oh, the easiest thing to that spell. That hurts though. Yeah. Like I have started correcting my first name though. Like the stresses on the first syllable, ah, like Akash. Mm-hmm. Right, we used to call you a different like, name. A- Akash is the way I, most people would like sure. say my name growing up, and I was like. Went with it. Right. Um, that sucks. No. You're like, okay, guys. I guess <laughs> it's not my name, but yeah, okay. That's always the dream to fit in. Yeah, right. But <laughs> oh god. We went to high school, middle school, and high school Missed together. High school. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, phenomenal. First time I saw Ellen was like seventh grade band. She like walked in late and like was like wandering over the drum section, which is all the way on the other side. So I was like, who? I know. I like jangled in. I was like, excuse me, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Yeah, we played in the percussion section yeah, of the band. Oh, you both were percussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It was a lot of fun. What did fun. you do? Uh, in the percussion section? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We switched around. Whatever was necessary, yeah. Uh, it was just kind of whatever. Yeah, whatever. some dude was on bass, some sure. dude was on snare. Sure, but I always ended up with the cymbals. Oh, really? Somehow. The cymbals is all about tempo, though. I mean, that's the like easiest thing to do, the right? The most nerdy of all. <laughs> I played cymbals in drumline. There you go. Fuck. So did we do middle school... Uh, marching band then? I guess we did, right? Yeah, we did. So I I, I played the cymbals when we did the Star Spangled Banner at the Trent, <laughs> Trent Thunder game. You just see great, me great holding these things like, hey! <laughs> and I'm behind like John Sheridan and like someone else. You're one <laughs> moment to shine. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. But you're our first guest actually who is not known by both Ellie and I prior to recording. So awesome. yeah, this I'm is really totally exciting. Loop. I'm so excited. Nice. We're trying to like, you know, I'll give, we'll give you all the heights town. I can't wait. Shows, I so. cannot All the inside wait. jokes. Yeah, I, was, I was just in Princeton a year ago, which 
which right. I guess is not far from you. Yeah, no, it's, it's, like, like, it's like where we go for fun because <laughs> our, our town doesn't have that much going on. Yet. Wait, and Princeton, you <laughs> so in comparison, Princeton has yeah. more. That's yes. bananas. Yeah, Princeton's like nice to walk around. You know, it's got, got a little some downtown. bars and stuff. Yeah, you yeah. get you get a little you get a couple things. I mean, yeah. they have more ice cream shops there than I know what to that's do. True, I mean, that's, that's true. Kind of, was that the Ben Spoon? Like anyone? The Ben Spoon. Sponsor us. Fucked around with the Ben Spoon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you imagine every episode we start with, thank you to our sponsor, Ben Spoon. <laughs> Lovely, delicious They don't actually ben sponsor food. us, we just want them to. So <laughs> we're giving them the spot, you know? Um, but the reason we asked you here today is because we, we were sort of following um, a trend of, like, all of our friends who are, like, actors and, like... Theater makers and performers. Comedians. I mean, you are yeah. yourself a comedian oh, as well. Not yet, but aspiring. You are. You're doing comedy. You're a comedian. <laughs> if you've gone up and you've performed, you're a comedian. Now. Right. You've done it. I, I guess mean, it, my, yeah. It, then, it, then. It, it's the threshold because yeah. it takes such. I mean, I I don't have. I'm I, I'm not nearly brave enough to to go up there. I mean, real, really. Elliot's I mean, convinced that if he walks you. on the stage to do stand up, he will not be funny anymore. Do well, you I'm not. I'm. I disagree with the vibe I get from you. Like you just, just emanate a good energy oh, right there. Right Thank I you. Think, I think <laughs> wow, that's kind of your crush. Um, but he, yeah, I mean, you times. you just started and and you're killing it already. Like I watched your first video, oh, and it's thanks. awesome. But that's not what we asked yeah. you today. <laughs> we wanted to talk to you about something different, which is we were like, we need someone who's like got a real job (laughs) (laughs) to talk to. (laughs) Somebody who doesn't have an Etsy shop. Let's find somebody real. Yeah, who's not like making macrame (laughs) chandeliers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) Chandeliers are good. That's the next thing. (laughs) So will you tell us what your job is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Elliot hasn't heard this also. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I work at a company whose name rhymes with Thafidal Fun. Uh, (laughs) I'm under no legal obligation to say that. I work at Capital One. Um... (laughs) And I do product analytics for them. Uh-huh. Uh, so let me just refer to my notes here. Not to remember what you do what for I do. work. Yeah. Well, I have a very, I have a, a good structure, I think. Okay. Uh, so I'm on like the bank product experience sure. team. And so it's like a very broad part of the organization. And so our broad focus is like, okay, anybody who has a Capital One bank account, it's like, this is not any of the credit card stuff. Um, what is their experience when they come into uh, a branch? What is their experience on the app? What is their experience on the website with an ATM, whatever? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so within that, I focus mainly on the website and the app um, okay. in a very specific capacity. Okay, but you, you're still working for the man. Y- yeah. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's correct. He's working for that's Capital correct. One. Yes. It, it is a for-profit but company. Like... We are liable to the shareholders. <laughs> we do need to drive shareholder value, all that good stuff. But we also prioritize customer experience, which is great. And, that is and great. you're like the part most of... fun part of the yeah. book, which is the website. I, yeah, I think so. Um, Millennials I have a lot of fun stuff. with it. So, um, yeah, so the way like this part of the team is structured, it's it's like there's like five kind of work type of people. So there is uh, product, tech, design, mm-hmm. analyst, that's me, yeah. uh, and agile experts. Uh, so I, I have like met- metaphors for each kind of team to make this slightly more interesting. Agile experts. Um, agile is like a kind of way to work. Um, it, it's, like, it's like a certain process where instead of like working on one thing for six months and having like a big deadline and like maybe it goes well or doesn't, it's like you work in two week sprints and like you take smaller chunks of projects um, mm. and like and then do them review them do them review them and just like iterate in a much faster way sure mm. uh, so we have people who are like the coaches that sounds that. stressful um 
It's not that bad. We have like a good office environment, and like it's it's not like work. I mean, we make sure we don't bite off more than we can chew. Mm-hmm. So like, as long as we know it's feasible in two weeks, like everyone feels they can handle it. Like you have a meeting about that, and it kind of mm. works out. Right. Um, so yeah, so product people, they are like I would say the GM of like a basketball team. Like they kind of bring, they have the vision. They like kind of <laughs> know who to pull in. Like right. you know the they they are connected. Like that kind of a thing. Sure. They do a lot of the coordination of stuff. Um, tech is like Bob the Builder, where it's like, <laughs> product is like, yo, can we build it? And tech is like, yes, we can. You know, yes! like that is what, that's tech's job. And like, they, they fix stuff too, and stuff breaks, like, all right, we gotta go and fix this shit. Like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's tech, very, very vital team. Uh, design is a different kind of Bob. Design is like Bob Ross, where <laughs> they make the, the thing beautiful, right? Like, they make it like a good flow, like an intuitive customer experience. And seamlessly, right? Yeah. You don't see any of the yeah. strings attached. Correct, correct. Right. Yeah, you don't see any of like, the background yeah, shit right, right. going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's their role. The analysts are like the combination of an annoying five-year-old uh, that's constantly asking a million questions, like, why, how, whatever. <laughs> and the parent, or like the, you know, the, the patient parent was like, oh, this is how, this is why, mm. you know, that kind of thing. Right. So we have both of that in one. Wow. Um, and so, and like product doesn't necessarily mean like a big thing. It could just be like a specific button or like a, like a wow. s- certain like menu of like, you know, features that we have and that kind of thing. It doesn't have to be like a whole app, for mm. example. Mm-hmm. And so th- we like go on different kinds of products. We test Ooh. them out in different ways. Um, and so I, I can get like more specific with that. Yeah. I'm just working on this button right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's an agile project though. So I've just been working on it for two weeks. And <laughs> Basically. <yeah. laughs> It's, and so what it is like is like we have this button and we think it's going to be better than the current version of what we oh already have. God. And so we run like an A-B test where the A is like, all right, what we already currently do. Right. And B is like a better version of what we think, what we hypothesize is a better version of that button. Right. And so then the analysts are like, after we sort of release that test, we'll be like, all right, hey, B didn't really work. This is a stupid idea. Or B is better than A. Let's go with that, iterate yeah. on that, and make that the new default. Who do you release it to? Do you have real people that you're yeah, testing so, it with? Yeah, so like, uh, you know, early stage A-B tests, like, you know, 50% or like 90% will be the control. So mm. 90% of the people who have the account. And like, we'll do like a segmentation of like, okay, people who have downloaded the app or like people who have at least one savings account or whatever. So we have like a, a main population and then... We'll say, like, all right, 90% of that is the control. Um, so those are people who have the normal experience that's already happened. And 10% of that is, like, the B, like, the experiment where we try the new thing. Mm. And okay. so we see, like, for that 10%, do we have more engagement? We, like, the analysts decide, like, what metrics do we want to want to go by here? Like, what do we, right. how do we define success here? Um, and so, now- like... You took statistics in high school, right? Yeah, well, that was a long time ago. So I don't know how much I'm talking about. I'm just was... wondering, like, what did I miss along the way that didn't get me to where you're at? Because I missed something, uh... clearly. Some class or something in high school I didn't take. Honestly, it's just, like, everything I've learned, I mostly learned on the job. Like, nothing sure. I learned in high school or college has, like, particularly helped me. Yeah. So, like, a lot of my work is, like, in SQL where, like, Oh, I have another good analogy for this. So every interaction on the... This is a sidebar, but it'll feedback. back in. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so every interaction like with the app or the website with whatever is like a piece of data. Um, and so it's like... This is going to sound weird when I say it. It's like wet when it happens, but, <laughs> but it eventually dries it's up and it, it evaporates into the cloud, right? And so it goes into the cloud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the cloud, it gets put into like our various data tables and mm. then like... I use those data tables to say, like, you know, or like, I 
use SQL it's like alright I need this piece of information let me go get that right. um, and so once I get that information I'll be like product people like yo that shit's working or like yo mm. it's not working and then you say that like, exactly yo yeah, yeah. my manager <laughs> that shit like, that shit is good yeah, yeah she's young enough I was <laughs> like yo that shit's working man like, we're good we're good out here let's do it again let's do it again um but yeah, that's that's kind of like the iterative process of, right. of my okay. my job. I'm so curious, like, uh, are you like so? You and I know each other. Where you're like very like you are the person. Oh no, like you are the person <laughs> that like yo that shit's good. Like, are you like that at work? Or are you very um, like formal? I feel like with within a certain field of work, mm-hmm. like you just are kind of I, this. My impression is that you just have to be like okay, this is who I am at work because I work for Capital One yeah. and I'm like... Um, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely not my full self at work, but I think for a good reason, like, it would, <laughs> I think it would strike some people a certain way if I, if I was... Like, <laughs> if I just go around, like, tickling people, like, oh, we're doing so good! You know, like, that's not gonna, gonna fly. HR might have some, might have some complaints. But, like, I, like, have enough of a personality, like, you know, every t- 10 minutes or not 10 minutes, like, Every 10 minutes, yeah. on the dot. <laughs> Every, like, hour or so, everyone, like, you know, pick their heads up, have a little break, talk yeah. about some random shit, and, nice. like, we'll talk about it, you know, casually. Sure. So, a little bit more of my personality yeah. comes across there. Uh, but I'm definitely, like, at work, more like a heads-down worker, where, like... Really? I'm, like, focused on my thing, like, you know, these are the things that I have to do, I have a to-do list, I check them off, and, like, report to whoever I'm reporting to in, like, a timely fashion, I guess. <laughs> Um, and then, like, at home is, I guess, when it all comes out. <laughs> <laughs> when so you're bouncing alone. bouncing off the walls, you know? <laughs> alone recording. Oh, God, I so empathize with that. Um, so, uh. but yeah, I mean, like, they do, like, I think Capital One has a good culture, at least, like, in our office. So, like, you know, if you can't bring your whole self to work, like, right. you find people with similar interests, you know? Yeah. We do have, like, a good nerdy office where, like, you know, people play video games in the office That's and that kind great. of thing. Like, interested in random things, happy to talk about it with people, like, the way I'm into comedy, I talked about that with, like, people. Oh, that's awesome. Like that. yeah. so, and, like, people engage with that, which is good. Yeah. Not, not everyone's, like, stick up their ass up time. Yeah. It was a little bit in my first rotation, so this is my second job at Capital One. My first rotation was a little bit more uh, buttoned up. I in was, New York as well? In New York, yeah. It was kind of like a, so this was for the commercial bank, so this is, like, the part of the bank that does loans with like other businesses, not mm. like consumer facing. Oh, um, okay. And so that's not fun. Yeah, it was. It's like it was good to know that I could. It was a lot more like corporate, like what you would imagine as corporate. And it was good to know that I could do it. But after a year, I was like, all right, I don't want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I went to like a more techie, like startupy side. Sure. Of one, uh, which is great that I didn't have to like move for that. Nice. I yeah, think it's really, really funny that you like talk about like having these real moments with your coworkers because I unfortunately have taken that too far where I'm like I try to like talk about real shit with people mm-hmm. and then it gets really awkward like one time I was in the elevator on Valentine's oh, <laughs> oh you I, did you put this on your yeah, sure. did, yeah, she, I was she, like yeah. oh my god <laughs> so, yeah. I would be mortified so I, was the, I was in the elevator uh, with a guy who I thought was married so I was like any big plans for tonight for Valentine's oh, Day god. and he was like I, I guess my brain had just already started. He's probably, he knows about this podcast. He's actually one of the only people I've told about this podcast, so he might be listening. Listen. But um, my brain was like already, you Not know when anymore. you plan, you, <laughs> <laughs> you know when you like already plan a conversation before it's happening? Like you see someone waiting for the elevator and you're like, okay, here's what we're going to talk yes, about. Yes, I do that all the time. Right? Yeah, it's yeah. every especially, waking moment of every yeah. day for me. Well, especially in an elevator too, because you're like, fuck, we're locked together in this. So yeah. I was just like, okay, you're going to ask him about what he's doing with his wife tonight. So I was like, any big plans? And he was like, nope, just a single guy. And my brain was like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, really? I thought you were married. Oh, no. 
and he was like, said it like three yeah, times. Yeah, he was like, he was like, oh no, no, and I was like, really? I thought I heard. <laughs> He like, just like had to had to get to it. I was like, I heard somebody say you were engaged, and he was like, No, you know they, that was like a while ago. Like they probably misunderstood. And I was like, Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I tried to bring it back and be like, Yeah, me too. Like me and my roommates are all engaged. single. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, I've been engaged, been there, done that. I know how it goes. Oh God. So I think there's a fine line between like I haven't quite found working in like a in a more corporate i guess yeah. business like i haven't found the line between yeah i mean it is definitely like we have like our moments especially like at happy hours or like a like our holiday <laughs> party where like people let loose a little bit more and like you do see more people's sure. personality but yeah. like there is that little bit of that guard in the office but it's like a it's like a healthy guard you yeah. Know? yeah like it's, yeah, it's yeah. not i don't think people feel too constrained by it um, i'm scared about this okay just checking every once in a while i get this like it happens every episode where there's like a before. silence, yeah. and Ellen, really and it's because scared. Ellen's checking the phone to see if we're recording still. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. What else would you like to tell us? Uh, about let's see. Here? Do I have okay? Here. So, um, yeah, analysts work most of the product managers. Product managers are like distracted children, where they're like, "Let's do that. Let's try that. How about that?" And then, which is good. Like that's her job to like ideate, and then right. The analysts are like the parent guardian, like behind them, just be like, okay, well, if this works, we're gonna stick with it, okay? And so, like, that's that's like a very, you know, like that's that's our teamwork that goes on. Um, I had a section about the why. Um, one is good customer experience. Like, why do we do what we do? Good customer experience, so people come back, endorse us, uh, promote us. Uh, second is innovation. So, like, the reason we do everything so quickly is like, all right, we want to stay ahead of like every other bank that's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like something I'm working on right now, it's kind of cool. It's like, it's called Eno. It's like a little digital, it's, a, it's like an Alexa for Capital One stuff. Oh. Uh, which is really cool. A um, physical thing that you uh, No, it, it's like within the app or like you can text it or like okay. within the app or on the website, like there's ways to communicate with it. But it'll be like a, it's like an artificial. You're going to get in trouble for telling us this? No, no. It's like, it's a, it's a <laughs> established enough thing. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Intellectual property <laughs> yeah. belongs to I can say that I'm working on the thing. With the exact data about the thing, maybe less, okay. uh, more Listen, confident. I don't think we have to worry about intellectual theft on <laughs> a fucking podcast. Uh, they've got ways far more advanced than, than listening in on Spotify to get information, information yeah. from Capital One. I uh, yeah, <laughs> but the... The biggest why is mostly just to make money. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I literally wrote in my notes, like, make slash save dot cash. And so <laughs> the more the customers are able to help themselves, like, through the website, like, through Eno, for example, the more they use Eno, the less they, like, call in or go into a branch, which is, like, really expensive for us. Sorry. But I didn't think <laughs> it was good. It was I didn't good. think it was that funny. Dot like, cash. Like it. <laughs> it, it got me my surprise. Um, so, like, a big, a big like, uh, sort of goal for us is like all right get down call volume like the more people call in like you know our calls them calling in costs like x dollar a call really i love calling companies yeah we want you to not do that that's me that's me on the other (laughs) end there's always going to be those people that like do just because like they they just feel comfortable having someone walk them through the stuff it's Mm. just so Um, much easier than going on the faq page and yeah that is literally what we do (laughs) <laughs> like don't know what to do visit the FAQs yeah but the, um, it's so much and it's like yeah. never exactly we like expect you to know what like control F is like find the thing <laughs> if it's what, not there what an expectation like, yeah um, <laughs> what's control F no I'm just kidding <laughs> wait it's control um, F um, 
I don't it's know. Control. What, is Control Z you go backwards? Yeah, Control Z is like undo. Someone like said that to me the other day, and I was like, I'm gonna pretend I know what that is, yeah. and then I had to look it up. It, it's very funny if they said that in conversation. That means they said something weird. Then say Control Z, like undo what yeah, I just said. Right. <laughs> no, it was somebody saying it was. It was actually somebody saying right. that in their life, sometimes they they try they say that they want to Control Z in their uh, life. Yeah, so they want to undo something. Yeah, yeah surprise, yeah, yeah. you can't do. Yeah. <laughs> no, control F is like my saving grace. Yeah, it's just like there's a bunch of the words on the page. Control F. Like, yeah, let me go find that yeah, word. Right. Yeah. Um, speaking of F words, <laughs> great transition. I love that. <laughs> Thank you. So, do you have people at your company that are like finance bros, or is that like a different? Um. Yeah, so our finance bros are more the relationship managers in the commercial bank. Okay. Uh, so those are the people who are, like, talking to clients and that kind of a thing. Are they exactly as we would picture them? Um, yeah, but maybe a little bit older. I, I mean, there's a there's a young finance bro and an older finance bro. These, like, the relationship managers tend to be a little bit older. Okay. Um, just because you need time to, like, cultivate those relationships. Sure. Like, right. you know, get that client base and all that. So, like, get that client. More in like around like the thirty ish range, but like on like you know older than that. Like the finance bros who are like doing investment making is its own kind of thing. I know too many of them, and I understand how. Uh, every so at Penn, there's like a yeah. everybody who graduates is either investment making or consulting. Oh and then god, like, that sounds horrible. Yeah, the rest of us are like actually enjoying our lives. So but, no, people who do consulting like it if they like traveling. Well, I'm glad. I, I thought you were sure. one of them, so yeah. I'm glad to find out. You yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm specifically not a finance bro. I, try, I do have a vest, but I don't wear, <laughs> oh, no. I don't wear it that often. I used to wear it in the, in the, previous, the previous role where it was a more finance corporate office. All right, I've been waiting for a moment to ask someone about a vest. Yeah, lay it on me. I know all about the, the vest situation. Is it actually keeping you warm? I don't understand the logistics of it. It is ninety nine percent for show. Yeah, there's it's a very thin material. And also, but your abdomen is naturally creating heat more than like your it's, wrists. It's not, like you need something going all the way down your. It's arms. not a functional thing whatsoever. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm in finance. Hey, I'm a bro. Oh my Look at God. me. Yeah, it, at least that's how I interpret it. I yeah. don't know who the listeners are. Maybe some investment maker is taking high offense to this, but he knows who he is. It's fine. He's not listening yeah. to this podcast. But any any like finance dude with the bet like I know I know exactly who they're trying to look like. I don't know, maybe Which is who? It, it's just it's, it's just a like type. A, it's a type, yeah. yeah. It's a type. Uh, I'm not them. I'm like happily not them. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's just like a we, we, to me, it's like a weird flex, but okay, kind of a situation where it's, yeah. it's like okay, I know where I know like how much you make. I know where you work. I know the what's going on in your office. Like I know so much about you. Now that I've seen you wear uh, like a Patagonia vest. <laughs> All right. Your child's Granted, <laughs> you are wearing a Patagonia jacket. This, this was given as a gift <laughs> during my internship, which was different than okay. me purchasing. And I, Everybody's got a little bit of Patagonia. Yeah. I, I, Thank I you. don't. Thank you. Um, Everybody's got, You don't have any Patagonia? Patagonia is so weird because it's shared by hikers and finance bro. Like, I feel like mm. it's either one or the other. And you, you often... I, I dabble in hiking, Get but I don't... Get some Patagonia. But the hikers will wear with, like, other athleisure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, <laughs> the finance bros strictly wear it with dress clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dress shoes. And, and they're, like, and they're like Gucci loafers, you know? That's, yeah. That's, that's, that's the fit. Like, Patagonia vest, usually that light gray color, like, um, light maroon pinkish, like, Charles T. Rich shirt. Oh, God. Uh, whatever pants, and, like, Gucci loafers. Like, that's, that is, like, every banker's dream. Yeah. Outfit right there. Not jeans, though. 
Never jeans. Jeans. Yeah. jeans is like an SF banker. Let's get regional. Yeah, I I swear to God, like like my my roommate just moved out there. He's like, I need to start wearing jeans. Yeah, really? Everyone has jeans. Like wearing dress pants is like weird. It's too much. Yeah. So I'm like, it's it's real. The, the, the That's whole wild. Finance idea. dress game. Is, they don't have they have nothing else going on in their lives. So it's like, oh my <laughs> it's god. Like, they work like hundred hour weeks. Like you know. They're, have they're, you ever wanted to move out to somewhere warmer um, than New one, York? Uh, I mean, I just, I'm like, I've been in the Northeast for so long, I'm like used to it, and like, the comedy scene's here, so, Mm -hmm. like, that's at least the medium-term goal of like, quitting this job for like a year and doing comedy for like- Oh shit, your bosses are gonna hear this! I mean, I think they know. We'll bleep it out. Yeah. We will not bleep it out! I will do X for a year, bleep for a year. (laughs) (laughs) You say that every episode Uh, that we're gonna bleep something out, and I never bleep it out. They know I'm- It's part of the joke, yeah. Yeah. Um, Nice. I don't know when I'm gonna quit. Sometime in like the next two, three years. And like I'm hoping okay. it could be a sabbatical type situation right. where like I can just come back without interviewing again. That'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. that's ideal. Um, but yeah, anything else you want to? I don't think I have that much more material. So I was gonna ask: Is, is yeah. do you have anything else you want to share? Um, yeah, Capital is a great place to work. Great, great endorsement. If you were hiring <laughs> for anyone who's listening and into product stuff, <laughs> have any bank questions, Elliot? Uh, no, you know, unfortunately, I do most of my banking with Wells Fargo. Oh, oh, I can't say. Hey, it's more out of convenience than anything else. And it's it's like awful convenience. It's like the worst 1% of convenience. I'll give you another. I, I use PNC, which is like there's like one PNC in New York. In yeah. New York and it's I in had, Midtown. Yeah, I had PNC just because it was all over Philly. And so I, I haven't. It is like a. A process to, like switch banks. It's yes. a nightmare yeah. to switch banks. Once very, they like, get you, you're thing. stuck yeah. there forever. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously. I mean, I've got relationships with B of A and Wells Fargo, who are some of the worst offenders <laughs> in doing shit. Wells Fargo, man. I just, I just remember they like had an ad about reestablishing themselves and like another like scandal. Another. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh god, man, it's terrible timing. You know? <laughs> who is not being fired? That needs oh, to be fired. Oh my god, here. somebody's got to be. Seriously. What if we just go back to one bank? That's um, that's the the SEC. Like someone will be like, "Oh, it's a monopoly. You can't do that." Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that answered my question. Yeah. Just curious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we we capitalism is too much into the um, American economy blood. So yeah. Ooh, don't get Elliot started. Yeah. Capitalism, it's, it's real. <laughs> look, look I am talking so capitalism far. gets me going. Oh, Listen, God. <laughs> I'm so far left, I'm in the next room. There's no denying. But I can at least understand the inner machinations yeah. of the machine in which there, we live. There's a logic behind capitalism. It just... It's unfortunate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just that... You know. It's just like, it's just like, we think it's fair, but it's not fair. Oh, no, it's not. Know? Yeah, and so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I checked out 10 minutes ago oh great thanks yeah. for that uh, uh, I'll leave them <laughs> you don't have any opinions about capitalism when you do <laughs> um where can can people find your comedy anywhere if yeah, they want to be weird uh, yeah well I made the bit, uh, so I went to like a workshop and they said like don't put your shit on YouTube until you're good which <gasps> is what I did before I knew that but if they... <laughs> this is really? Like, that's something that they tell you? Yeah, because, like, what you want to do is you want to fly under the radar until you're good, and then once you're good... Blow like, up. The people, like, who are... Like, the people who attend the show who are, like, Asians or, like, no people who, like, hook you up and stuff, like, they'll be like, hey, 
let me talk to you and like, do whatever. So like, and like you only get one chance to make a first impression. So if they right. see like one video and like uh, they're not impressed, then like they're not gonna like, the like maybe a second uh, look is not high. Um, but if they want to follow me on Instagram for <laughs> for funny, yeah, the funny little drop videos it that works, Akash Jagdale. I was gonna say gmail.com, but that's gonna <laughs> send them an email. Yeah. Fan I mail. will be following this evening. Oh, I'll be resharing this podcast all over my Instagram. Yes. So it's, it's get a huge... Is there anything you want to share that's not related to Capital One? Oh, yeah. Um, just some life nuggets. Life stuff. Um, no, I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> Nothing's going on in my life. It's Capital One or comedy and that's it. Just everything that starts with a C. Um, <laughs> Capital One and comedy. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm just like really happy to be here. Um, it's awesome that you guys are doing this. I like love when like my friends like doing projects, just like doing stuff. I, it's like, a project. Um, like one of my friends like dancing professionally, and, like that's she's wow. like my inspiration for like being a comedy, like even trying yeah. comedy. So um, yeah, I like I want more people our age to do stuff like this because I just went to school with a bunch of people who are like need to get a good job. Like they had just like a so many barriers and like structures of like things that they need to be and, yeah. like you don't right. need to be that and yeah. I just like wish more people did like know that about themselves and like you know it's not the end of the world if you like don't get XYZ or whatever sure you know. and just... you also can do something fun like this outside yeah, on the of side. Like, yeah. I mean you work for Capital One and yeah. you're doing comedy and yeah. I work for a company and <laughs> do this and like and I do nothing <laughs> <laughs> you can do both like you can yeah there's enough time in the day to yeah. make room for silly things. So. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone check out Akash's comedy. Yeah. I'll, I'll, if you really want my, my first set, I'll DM me, slide into my DMs and I'll, I'll send you Yeah. 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 <laughs> I love it. All right. Please no. Never mind. I, don't <laughs> I was going to say something really weird. But say it. Say it. Say it. <laughs> I was just saying, please no dick pics. But that's a weird thing to say. Zinger. I don't know why. why that came love it. <laughs> when you're in the DMs. Something you that gotta... would be funny to say. But, you know. Well, they're just going to all be from me, from Google, yeah. that I copy and paste into your yeah. DMs. A phallus. Enjoy the phallus. This seems like a good place to end it. (laughs) And with that, we bid you a good night. Thank you guys for joining us on the Here's What We Know podcast. Nailed it. We'll see you next time.